0: Herod is struck down by God. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good Monday morning, my friends. I am looking out my window into a lovely, bright, sunny, almost spring-like day here where I am. I hope you're coming off of a good and restful weekend and that your day is off to a good start Uh, We're continuing today um, in Acts chapter 12. We're actually going to finish the chapter today. Uh, We're going to be studying together verses 20 through 25 and taking a look at what Luke has to say about the the rest of this passage. And uh, today we're going to see God dealing with harshly with King Herod. In fact, King Herod dies in the passage that we're going to read today, and we'll see the reason why. So as we prepare to study, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. Lord, we thank you so much for another day. We thank you for breath in our lungs. We thank you, Lord God, for all the many uh, good and wonderful ways you provide for us each and every day. Uh, Father, let us not overlook the simple things that you daily take care of in our lives that we don't have to think about. Um, A roof over our heads, cars that get us to where we need to go, food in our refrigerators, um, enough love to surround us to Remind us that we are loved and that we, you do care about us. Thank you for community, Lord, and for those you've put in our lives. And Father, we thank you for this resource, your word, and ask that you would speak to us through it once again. And we pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, here is Luke chapter 12, verses 20 through 25. Now Herod was angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon, and they came to him with one accord, and having persuaded Blastus, the king's chamberlain, they asked for peace because their country depended on the king's country for food. On an appointed day, Herod put on his royal robes, took his seat upon the throne, and delivered an oration to them. And the people were shouting, The voice of a god and not of a man. Immediately an angel of the Lord struck him down because he did not give God the glory And he was eaten by worms and breathed his last. But the word of God increased and multiplied. And Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem when they had completed their service, bringing with them John, whose other name was Mark. So Herod is kind of making a public display of power He's already sort of backed into a corner and feeling pretty sheepish after what happened with Peter. You'll remember he arrested Peter and was planning on kind of putting him through the ringer in the same way that uh, Pilate did with Jesus, make a public spectacle of him, uh, beat him up, abuse him a little bit, probably ultimately was planning on assassinating Peter. Uh, But the angel came in the middle of the night, released him from prison. All of the guards remained asleep. Herod was so angry when he found out that he actually put every one of those guards to death. Peter went and visited his friends who were meeting and praying together and let them know that he was okay and then quickly and swiftly went on his way to another place. So now um, Luke tells us that the people are kind of saying, hey, uh, conditions around here are unfair. Uh, We're being unfairly uh, taxed and um, we want some peace and uh, yes we depend on you for food and so we'll kind of acquiesce a little bit but uh, we need peace king uh, we, we need you guys and uh, so in verse 21 uh, Luke says Herod came out and all of the pomp and circumstance and spoke to the people and they um, foolishly Uh, bow to him and express uh, this idea that he is a god and not a man. And in that instant, the heavens opened, an angel of the Lord came and struck down Herod. And Luke gives us the reason why, and it's really simple and it's really clear. Um, He struck him down because Herod did not give God the glory, and he was eaten by worms and breathed his last There's something to be said about being a glory stealer. When we trample on God by taking glory that belongs to God, we make God who is great nothing, and we make ourselves who are nothing great. And that's the ugly side of stealing glory from God. It's pride, it's arrogance, it's subversion, (laughs) it's treason in the heavenlies. And uh, we who are nothing um, should go to our God who is great and worship only at His feet because only He is ultimately capable of providing all that we need. And only He loves us like no other. And only He would go to the wall for us the way He did in sending His Son Jesus to die for us. How dare we steal glory that belongs to God? My friends, be careful in your life. Be careful when good things happen. Don't be afraid to say thank you to people who who want to honor you for something good you've done or something successful you've been a part of. But in saying thank you, remind them that you wouldn't have been even capable of doing that if it weren't for God at work in your life. Thank them and be genuine, but then quickly turn the attention to where it belongs, and that's to our great God. And um, we always want to return glory to God for His great works in our lives and through our lives. We bring nothing to the table except a willing heart. And even God brings us to the point where our hearts become willing through surrender. Uh, So my friends, be careful not to be like Herod. God will strike down the prideful person. The Bible is very clear. Pride comes before a fall. And um, you want to test God (laughs) You shake your fist at him and live a prideful life, and uh, let's see what happens. Um, I'm living proof that pride uh, does not lead to good things. And so, my friends, um, learn from Herod's example. Uh, You take pride that belongs to God. God will right the scales. All right, my friends. Well, a good and challenging uh, passage today. And we're going to be moving on this week into Acts chapter 13. And I believe the Lord will have a lot for us as we continue on in our study together. God bless, take care, and may these words continue to resonate in your hearts as you consider them today.